Well, I think sometimes you go on a date too, and if you meet someone and they're exciting, it's like, well, now I don't want to just go on a bunch of like new dates. You know what I mean? Like, I know I have this quota, but why don't we play this out? Why don't we see? Yeah. Know, yeah, I don't know. And that's acceptable. Like, if you meet someone in date while you're in date club and you find them very interesting, right? Then you want to invest a little bit more in that, and um, so you maybe aren't going on as many dates with others. And you're putting all your eggs in one basket, yeah. and you're just ready to suffer—not suffer, but right. accept the com- consequences. That I mean, that is one thing that date club hasn't uh, had to deal with yet. Is what happens when like someone's like ready to leave date club? What happens if someone finds someone in date club? Right? Do, how, how, do, how are we going to handle that? Well, you know, the initiation for the date club is starts with a blood oath. That's right. So we're going to have to cut oath. that person. Yeah. Do we do we have to go back the to the, the the same karaoke room where we took the blood oath originally? Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have to sing a song to us telling us why they're leaving and then we have to give up them our graces saying, "It's all right. Now's a fine time for you to go." Yeah. I really hope that one of us gets something out of this day club. <laughs> we've I think we've all gotten a little something already if, if we're being honest. I do too. Yeah. I've learned a lot. That's good. I know. You you get a lot of different perspectives in there. And I'll, I've enjoyed the dates that I did go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But enough about that. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in learning more about Date Club or starting your own date club, feel free to email me at dogoodfeelgoodshow at gmail.com and I'll tell you all about it. And also if you're interested in going on a date with me, email me there too. And if you're <laughs> nice interested plug. if you're interested in going on a date with Sam, you can also email me and I'll relay his information. Okay? Yeah. All right, and that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about today. Just kidding. That's the whole show, huh? No. Is that what we usually talk about on this show? I No, I've never what talked do we about talk that. What do you talk about this show? Well, on this show, we talk about what we're doing to better the world and oh, what great. we're doing to feel good. So, why What are we doing right now to feel good? Maybe talk about that. Yeah, so Sam has recently started painting yeah. again, like he used to do it in the past, I think. A little bit. And I he, mean, you know, we all, we all did when we were in school and, mm-hmm. and we were encouraged to you know, participate in the arts, but... No, I didn't, I didn't paint for a good 10 years, and um, I'm, I'm working on a project right now at work, and it's, it's sort of all about art and expression, and, and it's just really, you know, made me realize, you know, how much I kind of enjoyed that and missed that, so. And you've been, you were painting before you came to my house today? I was, yeah. What were you painting? It's, uh, it's just kind of this abstract work I'm, I'm working on. I mean, I'm not very good, you know what I mean? You, you don't do something for 10 years, all of a sudden you pick it back up, you're, you're, you're a little rusty at it, but. What are your, um, what's your medium? Like, what kind of paints? Watercolors. Oh, I love watercolors. Yeah. They're actually my favorite. Yeah, I, I know. Me too. I, I feel like a lot of the, the artwork in my apartment is watercolor-based, too. And so maybe one day, if, if, if anything turns out right, I'll uh, be able to hang it up and it'll, it won't ruin the feng shui. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, uh, maybe you could send us some pics in. We can post it and then no, let the audience be the that's judge. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Okay. But, <laughs> but since you just brought up your work, do you want to segue into that? Sure. Um, Yes. My work. So I what what I do for a living is I work in brand strategy at Uber. Um, Uber. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you guys my Uber code after this. It's (laughs) it's very special. It's not like all the others. That's right. I've got a special one for this podcast. No, this is this podcast is in no way. I'm not here as an employee of Uber. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) Um, but but during during the daytime, no, I, I I work in brand strategy Uber, and I generally work in like um, corporate philanthropic work. So I spend a lot of time, basically over the past year, I focused on two project 
projects. One's sort of how does how can Uber sort of help Meals on Wheels? Um, oh, cool. You know, considering we're in the business of, of transporting lots of food and lots of people, how can we sort of help Meals on Wheels um, move volunteers and recruit a new generation of volunteers? Wait, can you elaborate on what Meals on Wheels is? Not everybody knows. Sure. Meals on Wheels is a charity. Um, it's it's it basically in every city around the country. Um, and they deliver warm meals um, to the elderly, basically folks who can't prepare food themselves. Um, and so you'll have volunteers to sort of do one or two stops um, a day. And a part of it is about the food, but a part of it is about the conversation. And so volunteers will, will stay for, you know, 20, 30 minutes and just kind of catch up and hear how things are going. Um, and that time is really valuable because, you know, a lot of the folks that Meals on Wheels serves um, they they tend to not see anyone else um, for for that. Day. A lot a lot of house visits though. It's it's less so assisted living because assisted living you tend to get yeah, yeah. a bit more of that attention. But when you're kind of like living on your own, you, you don't right. And so do they apply for this? So you can just sign up as a volunteer um, on Meals on Wheels' website. But what um, about the senior citizens? Do they apply? Yes. Aww. Yeah, they apply. Um, but anyway, no, I I've, I've been doing a lot of work with them, and then I've been doing a lot of work um, trying to figure out how to sort of leverage ride-sharing technology to help people vote. Um, and so we had a big initiative sort of around the, the 2018 midterms. Was that um, your idea? <laughs> well, I think it, a lot of people knew the potential was there. I was a part of a small group that started working on it very early on. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of bumps in the road, but eventually, you know, the, the project was able to come through. And, you know, were, were there a lot of things that I wish we could have done that we weren't able to do this cycle? For sure. But to kind of see the first big deliberate attempt to leverage ride sharing to mobilize people in the election was really exciting. That's really cool. So what exactly did Uber provide during the election to help people vote? So it was, what it basically was, was an in-app feature where you can um, directly access your polling place. So you would just like, you know how you can save like your home address in the app? Yeah. Um, So it'll connect based on, it'll look up sort of your polling place in relation to your app. And it'll connect you to that polling place dynamically. Oh, and nice. Then, yeah, and then you, if you just plugged in this promo code that we made available um, for election day, you'd get a free ride to the polling place. If free? You that too. Yeah. Dang, son. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, 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 it's a start. I think, I think there's a lot more we can do to make, you know, see how many rides we can deliver on election day and, and see if we can get more and more people to volunteer their time who might not otherwise drive with Uber, like if we could get a bunch of people to just volunteer and drive on election day to just help get more people on the polls, you know, there are some ideas that I think we're cooking up that are really exciting, so. I like the sound of that. Yeah, right. But swinging back around to the Meals on Wheels. Sure. So what is your role in this? So I work in marketing strategy, and so I, I tend to try to think about how, how do we talk about this in a way that makes sense to to people outside the company and people who might not be super familiar with Meals on Wheels or Uber because I think I think one of the things we, we recognize in Meals on Wheels is Uber as a company can can hopefully help sort of connect them to a new generation uh, of people. A lot of the volunteers of Meals on Wheels are elderly themselves. Oh wow! Um, but as sort of that the you know boomer population retires, they're going to need more and more volunteers. And so I think what Uber's trying to do is how do we make volunteering with Meals on Wheels more accessible to a younger generation? How do we make that feel more approachable? Uh, to someone who might not otherwise consider it. And so this campaign we're doing, um, that's actually launching on Tuesday. I'm really excited about it. Woo! <laughs> I think they were claps. Is that what it was? Yeah. Sweet. Um, 
Yeah, we have a campaign launching on Tuesday that's sort of all about. Um, it's it, it basically what we've done is we've partnered with three artists and three seniors, um, and and these artists sort of had lunch with seniors, got to know them, sort of heard their story, heard about their lives, and and did pieces of of artwork that sort of captured um, their stories and sort of what they learned from them and their experience meeting the seniors, um, and we'll be sort of selling the, this artwork um, to raise money for Meals on Wheels. Um, is it around? Is it in DC or is it like around the country? It's around the country. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah we you guys are hearing it here first. Can, yeah. I, can I release this at twelve oh one on Tuesday? Yeah, I think so. I think I think we can Just get away with know. that. I think we can get away with twelve oh one. What on is Tuesday. it? What's the campaign called? It's called Step Up to the Plate. How many people are involved in this? That's a good question. A lot. A lot. Gordon Ramsay is is going to be tweeting about it. Really? Yeah. Wow, this is really exciting that my that we're sharing this. This is probably <laughs> the first like audio. Yeah. Uh, interview that we have about the campaign, maybe. I, I would say so. Oh I, I don't my know gosh. Else. I don't know any other. Inter- <laughs> oh my gosh. This yeah. is so exciting. Yeah, we're doing it. Hell yeah. It's, it's happening. Well, I guess this is a bad time for me to let you know that I actually don't use Uber. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Wait, we're running out of tape. We gotta switch the tape. Bye, guys. You said what? Yeah, well, I'm pissed off about that thing you said. You guys missed a really heated argument. Heated if you couldn't argument. tell. We got we got into it just a moment ago. I'm actually all bloodied up right now. Whoa! I'm just kidding. That's not funny. Sorry. Why don't we cut this one? No, start over. we're not cutting it. Okay. So speaking of Uber, I was actually was in not, Uber. I'm yeah. sorry. He didn't. Nothing happened. That was not funny. Sorry, it's not appropriate. That's cool. Your painting's coming along really nicely. I like it. It's got a little bit of a Van Gogh kind of vibe with that. That's what many people say about my art. Yeah. I'm just a regular Van Gogh. All right, moving on. Yeah. What's so next? Next, you said that. Oh, you want to do in the news? Yeah. Do 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 do. The, the news. The news. That's the theme At theme seven. Mm-hmm. Live from Navy Yard. <laughs> it's the <laughs> news. All right. That was a good intro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot going on there. So, so how, how, what, what kind of news topics do you generally look for? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Not a lot of people have brought in the news to the cast. Actually, only Shannon, okay. my real life friend and former reoccurring guest. Yeah. So, but Sam did his research and he saw that. Uh, yeah, you want me to do a story? Yeah, go ahead. I got so, but but it's like a feel good story, right? That's what we're like. Yeah, yeah. It's for. it's called Feel Good in the News. Yeah. Do do do. Feel good in the news. <laughs> okay. And so, at seven. At seven. Um, no, I saw I saw this news story. I thought this was kind of heartwarming. There was like this guy, and no one no one knows who he is. There's like a picture of him at a Walmart. And apparently he just rolls into this Walmart in Vermont and just pays off everybody's, like, layaway items. Like, basically everyone who couldn't afford their stuff at Walmart just pays it all off, walks out, never says a word, doesn't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes, like, I, you guys had wow. that story the other day about how, like, the, the the couple who did the GoFundMe page yeah. and there's so much, like, ego. And then you hear about this guy who comes into Walmart, just drops money to help, you know, families that, you know, probably are struggling to buy Christmas gifts and, you know, doesn't even try to get his name, you know, That's amazing. recorded at the Walmart, nonetheless, in the paper. Um, so I thought, I thought that was kind of cool. Right. That is very cool. But did they ever find out who he was or anything? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I read about it yesterday. I, That's I a, that, it. 
I, I honestly, I saw the story and then I realized what your podcast was about. I'm like, what a fitting story. Did you read to... the story or did, are you just telling me about the title? Did you just read the title? No, I mean, I read it. I okay, mean, no, you know, it's not an investigative piece. We'll it's link, we'll a... link to it, right? I think so, yeah. You, can you find the link and send me it? And I'll For link sure. It. All right. Interesting. That was, that, that makes me feel it's good. warming, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so. It's the things we do when no one's watching that really define our character. I agree. Is that is that my life motto? Oh, what's your life mission statement? By I the way, I think that's it. I think that'll be it. What is it? Because I remember you you said that before we got started here. It's like you got to think of a life mission statement. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do it live. And what um, is it? I, I think that's it. It's the it's the things we do when when no one's watching that that define us. Well, now you got to take that to your oh. grave. <laughs> you got to put that in your email signature, you guys. When you email I mean, this me, this podcast is on iTunes, so it's pretty legit. Now. iTunes, Spotify, yeah. Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Some other things that I just put it on that people apparently use and the website. But, you guys, when you email me to go on a date with Sam, I'm going to give you his email address. And if that Yeah, we're in date club together. That breaks the rule. We don't have a lot of rules in date club, but we can't date. That's... I'm not saying we're going to date. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm telling the the viewers right now that's a rule. Because they don't know date club. I'm not... They're going to email you to try to go on a date with you, not to join date club. They're emailing me to go on a date with you. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, Sorry. so when they email me to go on a date with you, I'm going to give them your email address. Well, they, they were going to into that awkward pause. No, they're, now, 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 no they now still will. Now they're, now they're more intrigued. So I'm going to, trust me, I know so, the women of D.C. We've, yeah, had, that, we've that, suffered yeah. a lot with these dating apps. Really? So they're liking what they hear. Am I right, ladies? All right, you heard it from the live audience. So funny. I can't wait to hear this with, like, the full sound effects. I know. It's really going to bring it all home, I think. It is. So, <laughs> when you guys, anyways, when you guys email me to go on a date with Sam, I'm going to give you his email address, and his life mission statement better be in the signature, because that's what you do when you have a life mission statement. Mine's in my signature on my email address, my emails. What was it again? What was what again? Your life mission statement. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... I can't. I can't forget my life mission statement. This is what I live by. Well, yeah, it was something about the things we do and no one's watching. Yeah, that's what yeah, makes yeah, you who you are. Yeah, Hopefully, you he'll solidify that. Yeah, I'm gonna lock that up before we. Before you put it on your signature, <laughs> something, something in the shadows, something, something. something. What's, Sam. what's yours? What's yours, though? Well, many people have heard it who've listened, but it's I slept and dreamt that life was joy. I woke and found that life was service. I acted and behold, service is joy. Are all your fans like saying it along with you right now? Because they all know it. Yeah, they're chanting. This is definitely <laughs> this is the most sound effects we've ever had in an episode. Yeah, there have been a lot of sound effect worthy moments. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a testament to the hard hitting content. People want to hear about dating experiences, <laughs> but I know that we shouldn't talk about it. I think that's very relevant. Right, relevant, relevant right now. Um, it, it, it is pretty relevant. I mean, what what we we could talk maybe in brush strokes. We don't have to initially get into ooh brush strokes. We, we could talk. You know, we don't have to get into detail. We don't have to. You know, what I mean, you know. Let's talk. So the other night I was laying awake because mm-hmm. I just have trouble sleeping. That's my shit corner, by the way. I just have had trouble sleeping for like um two months. That's not good. And I um I was thinking like I want to create like a cool visual or maybe I don't know if I should create like a visual or like a blog post about like the different types of people you date in DC <laughs> and it's like or it's like one of those word those word charts where, it, where it's like did you go on a date yes or no right was the date fun yes or no did you go on another date 
Do you think you like him? Blah, blah, Did he ghost you? Or did he just suddenly end things out of nowhere? Or are you guys still together? Like, it was, it's going to be like one of those word charts, and it's going to lead you to an answer. Yeah. I thought it would be funny, but I couldn't, I don't know, I was very, I was like kind of delirious. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah, like, it, it'll come through in the execution. It's like, did he bring up this on the date? Yeah. Okay, you can proceed. Did he yeah. bring up this on the date? Okay, check. And the other one is going to be like the, yeah. the five types of dates that you go on in DC through dating apps. One, he's or she is like way too invested in you. It's one-sided. Two, you guys have a great time. You both want to go out again. Three, it's pretty good, but you kind of like you get busy the next week and it just sort of fades. Yeah. Away and Four, you guys, you guys go on multiple <laughs> dates. You're being very brave trying to hold Momo. Four, you guys go on multiple dates and yeah. then he ghosts you. Five, you guys go on multiple dates, and then he ends it out of nowhere. Six, you're married. What the heck? You're one of the one in five zillion. You know, zillion. she can end things. Too. I think that I think that pretty pretty much sums it up. I know that didn't sound that revolutionary, but like in my mind, I had like a lot of funny ways to talk about it. What do you? What are, what, are, what are like the most popular spots like guys tend to tend to take? I don't go on a lot of hinge dates. Mm. Like I just started doing it again. Maybe what maybe what do you think is like a good first date? Like maybe guys don't think about recording a podcast. <laughs> uh, so well played. Um, are you did you take off the? Or did I sit? Well, I couldn't. I couldn't find the all the letters for my last name, <laughs> so I just went with the first name only. We're talking about the sign that is for Do Good Feel Good that you guys are going to see soon, and there's like a huge space between Do Good Feel Good episode one, Sam. <laughs> Oh, episode. Well, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna put the name of the episode above. Sound. Oh no, we, we won't know until um, I go to the editing room. Well, which is my computer. Yeah. This is the. This is what the fans love. They love our they, random banter. They, they, they love this. Like we're, we're supposed to talk about like good in the world, and we're supposed to like get into the juice. Like that. Yeah, sort of like it has to be a little juicy. Yeah. Let's. let's um... Wait, we're talking about dates. Oh, best places to take dates. Should I just create a dating podcast? Like, I think that maybe I should. I think Date Club should be a podcast. I do too, but that means that people in the po- in Date Club would have to be willing to go on the show. Yeah, Tessie well, we could kind of have like would. one person off every once in a while. Like, we wouldn't. Have, but it's like if we had like five of us or so, and as long as four of us were there, I feel. But like... I think that I could be. Yeah, five people in one episode is like it gets a little rough. I've tried. Yeah, that's that's a little too. But we could review busy. the dates that we have, and we can touch bait. We could like touch back. And discuss our progress. And people could become attached to certain characters. Like, the fans would be like, oh, I'm really rooting for Sam. You know? <laughs> and they would be there. Yeah, we could kind of progress. have, like, a storyline. Like, I wonder what's going to happen with, with, mm-hmm. with Lauren and... Uh, <clears throat> whoever. Whoever. You know, <laughs> hypothetically. Um, but I do have... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, the typical date is just go get drinks. Yeah, I think, and I think that's a good place to start. Honestly, like, I don't overthink the first date. Like, talk, vibe it out for an hour or two, and if there's some chemistry, mm-hmm. great, go out again. If there's not, it was just, you know, it was a happy hour. But I'm how long do you text someone before you go on a date with them? Good question. And it's not one I necessarily know the answer to. I feel like some people like to text a little more, and some people are kind of like, you know, why bother? Why not just mm-hmm. give it a shot and... I feel like you get happens. more attached. I'm a little on the ladder side of you, that. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I recently, I don't know. I feel like I usually am a texter before dater because I want to yeah. kind of know what I'm getting into. Yeah. For me, for me, I'm just not like a big texter in general, like even mm-hmm. with people that I just know. And so texting with someone I don't know is not necessarily 
my strongest suit, so I tend to, you know, yeah, try to keep it pretty light, I think, yeah. Speaking of, we are on a group chat date club. It goes yeah. date club emoji <laughs> heart emoji, like, kiss, kiss or something. And yeah. there's a few of us in there, and recently I kind of blew up the uh, date club text, and nobody wrote me back for, like, three days, so I left That's date. not true. People I, were writing you back. I left date club in a dramatic exit, and nobody said anything. I am, I am totally guilty, audience members. Okay, I, we got to pause I, it. I did, I did not. Okay. We'll be back. So. We're back. We're back. So wait, the last thing we talked about, it was, it was, we talked about it really fast as we were closing the app. I don't know. Dating related? Yeah, like it was dating related, but I think it was really interesting. We had some off mic conversations that got real. Real. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something that my friend and I were planning on doing. I don't know how much we're supposed to talk about this for it to actually be legit, but we were going to manifest the love of our lives. Manifest? What do you mean by manifest? So there's actually like a way that you can get the universe to give you the love of your life. Is this like some like witchcraft? It's not witchcraft. (laughs) It has to do with vibrations. I haven't like looked into it that much, but there's like modules on it. And you just basically have to intentionally think. It's like the law of attraction. Like you have to be positive and think about what you want. Put it up to the universe. And you have to be willing to accept whatever the universe gives you. And maybe you don't know. Like maybe the universe is going to throw like one or two bad relationships at you. But you have to believe that you're going to get exactly what you want. So there's like worksheets. (laughs) So there's worksheets. I mean I I mean I I love the mentality right? There's worksheets and stuff, and I'm going to do them. But I'm I'm trying to figure out the the vibrations part, where it's like, I totally believe that it's like, if you have the mentality where it's like, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to meet someone, I'm worth it. Like, that helps, right? That's important. (laughs) What vibration has to do with that? Like, we're all made of carbon and other atoms. And um, where's the microphone on that? I really never knew. Um, Okay. So we're all made of all these different atoms, and there's like vibrations inside of the atoms, electrons protons okay i'm making this up so i assume that they're vibrating and so our thoughts are part of our they're in our brains and our brains are also made of atoms momo get down momo for everyone listening um there's some tofurkey in the kitchen right now and momo's (laughs) trying to get at it maybe yeah the fridge is a good move so anyways pardon the interruption our brains. Yeah. No, I mean, I, that makes sense. That checks thoughts? out. That, yeah. What are our thoughts made out of? Oh, we're getting deep into it now, you guys. I didn't know this was a philosophy you know, I, podcast. I, yeah, I was going to say, I came prepared to discuss a few things where thoughts come from. No, what are thoughts made of? What's the substance of thoughts? Anyways, I'll tell you, it's vibrations. Okay. And it's what holds all the world together. So... We're going to vibrate our the love of our lives into existence, and I'm ready. I'm going to do the worksheets. There's three modules. <laughs> Don't be surprised if I have the love of my life soon, y'all. I'm going to keep yeah. you posted. See, this is, guys, to bring it back home, this is why Day Club's great, is because you get a lot of different perspectives and mm-hmm. approaches to, to dating some people. Try apps. Some people try vibrating. <laughs> it's, it's to each, to, to each their own. And I'm obvious. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe you want to do a little or both. You know, you get on the dating app, you shake yourself a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Look, it's um, not okay. You're you're taking the vibrations. The vibrations, literally. No, yeah, you're you're getting. It's more of like a vibe. 
I don't know. I haven't done the modules yet, but I'll definitely... I think that we should create a separate podcast. I think it should be a segment of Do Good, Feel Good mm-hmm. about dating, and it will be just Date Club. Yeah. I'll figure out a catchy what, what if title. What if you did, like a, like, a, like, a series leading up to Valentine's Day, like a date-focused series? That would be amazing. Like an eight, yeah. Because then we, we have to release one every Monday. As long as we tie in something good for the world... It would still be kind of related. And love is good for the world. Love's so good for the world. All right. So it's not all rainbows. Well, recently I had a tough conversation with someone and I said this to be funny but also real. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise that moves us along. You know? Yes, I do, Adam Levine. So um, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. Sometimes it's shit. Sometimes it's shit corner. Why don't we talk about your shit corner? Um, remind me what remind me what shit corner is. It's um basically shitty things that are happening in your life. Oh, shitty things that are happening in my life. Just like one thing that happened recently that was kind of shitty. Um, I couldn't go home for Thanksgiving. That was you know I've been. There. I'm really I'm really excited for. For everything going on at work that we talked about earlier, but needed to stay in DC and, and make it all happen uh, for Thanksgiving. So that was kind of a bummer. And um, life's about choices, though. What's the inner tickle of that? <laughs> what? The inner the, tickle. The, yeah. What? I'm so, sorry. Like the silver lining. Oh, oh. Other people will be able to eat the silver. The silver lining. That is that is an excellent silver lining. You're spot on. Yeah, the campaign is going to help feed people. Um, so. That's pretty spot on, I think, with the theme of your podcast too. So let's let's go with that. Some sound effects coming coming at you here. I had a shitty week. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I realized I was gonna be alone on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Where was my family? <laughs> they were back in Florida. Nisha and I. Okay, the shit corner was I also wasn't with my family for Thanksgiving. But Nisha and I decided to make a triathlon for ourselves for Thanksgiving. We were going to run a 5K. We were going to ride our bikes on all 13 colony streets. And we were going to go into a hot tub. The full trifecta. Water, bike, and run. But it turns out it was too cold to ride our bike. So we only did four streets. And it, our hot tub was only half full. So we instead ate a hot tub of food. But you know what? The knife gives you lemons. <laughs> We did it! We felt okay about it. And so I I hope you guys enjoyed the music. I thought it brought it around some nice effects. I feel like it set the tone. Me too. I feel like it let them know that, you you know, the story starts off a little rocky, but you come through in the end and you had a great Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's also saying she will be loved. The vibrations that I'm sending out to the universe right now will stay the same. Vibrations are key. Vibrations are key to dating. Yeah. I say. Speaking of dating and vibrations, what kind of things on uh, Hinge? Yeah. Is Hinge your main dating app of choice? Hinge is actually the only dating app I've used. It wasn't that deliberate of a choice. I just like when I became single and started dating again. I'm like, Hinge seems <clears throat> normal. Like Tinder kind of gave off a weird vibe. Yeah, Tinder's like the hookup app. Yeah. To me. So it was like. 
hinge. And then that seemed to work fine. And then I never really used another one. Yeah. There's like some market researcher like writing all this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, this is, I've given hinge so many shout outs, like right? not by choice, but like sometimes people will be on the podcast and they'll be like, you got a hinge notification. And then I have two whole episodes about hinge. We need it. Yeah, we need it. Talk to them about I've a sponsorship. Act, I deal. messaged them. I messaged them about the first date up, and they're like, "We're going to listen." And what I wanted them to be like is like, "We're going to sponsor," but they didn't. You hear that hinge? We'll still take the sponsorship. All right. So really quickly, what are things on dating yeah. apps that are red flags that you say no? I'm going to swipe Ooh, left. Good question. Good question. It was uh, his idea. That's not true. This is your idea. Okay. <laughs> Listen, girls, um, if you want to date Sam, edit your profiles. Yeah, Be accordingly. Um, red flags for me. By the way, I say flags because I'm from Minnesota, so there's okay. kind of an AG, yeah. AYG thing kind of going on here. Um, I would say my, my – okay, here, I got a couple. Two, one thing. If if the question – you know how, like, Hinge will, like, ask you, like, about a nerdy interest? Yeah. So people will say Harry Potter. I wouldn't say Harry Potter is very nerdy. Mm-hmm. I would I would say Harry Potter wears glasses, and you shouldn't put people into boxes. <laughs> like, I don't think yeah. like Star Trek is nerdy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Harry Potter. That's like a pub. Like everybody yeah. likes Harry Potter. Everybody likes Harry Potter. And maybe if you don't like Harry Potter, you are the nerd. Pretty much. So then right? I'm. A, it's not that I don't like Harry Potter, but I'm not an expert. I would say Lord of the Rings is a better. Yeah. Yeah, better situation. Or being like an expert on Star Wars, like the books, yeah. the hidden stories. Right. Not like I've seen the movie Star Wars, but like yeah. I can tell you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a red flag for you. Yeah. It's um, misunderstanding the definition of nerdy. It's it's defining your personality by like wanting to go to the beach. Like I love the beach, but like I wouldn't say that's like is it another prompt? That that's not that's not like that's not like my like defining characteristic. Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like I see that question a lot. It's like what what do you like to do? What do you like to do? Like I go to the beach. I'm like and you also, live in DC. Yeah, I think really? that's a lie. Like you, if you, you you love to go to the beach and you live in Washington. If you like, lived in Jacksonville, you you yeah. live at the beach, so it makes sense. But like I don't even know where the closest beach is. Uh, yeah, what are you driving to Delaware like and three months out of the year? I don't even think it's a real nice beach. It's no, it's packed. It's packed. Uh, listen, Grotto's girls, Pizza is pretty good, but that's yeah, that's where it ends. Don't lie about liking the beach. Or just don't define yourself by liking the beach. We all love the beach. What makes you, you? Yeah. Right? Some red flags what, for wait, me. Yeah, what, what are your red flags? Well, this is weird. Like, the first time that I saw this, I was like, wow, this dude is funny. And it's something like, uh, responds well on command. Sits. I don't know. He, they basically describe a dog, like, yeah. all these functions of a dog and, like, cute blah 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 but i've seen like the exact same thing used on multiple guys profiles so i wonder if there's like a weird database where people are like picking these like funny there's probably like some like article somewhere it's like five tips to like make them laugh but at your why profile would people use something? like a something they found online like i've seen like 10 people use this weird dog metaphor <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, like, are you guys it's like, sharing it's it? like all very similar. What? It's the same. Like, are the guys getting together and being like, hey, trust me, the girls love it. Yeah, they love the dog metaphor. So, thing. first of all, but I don't like that. The other thing I don't like is when, like, if you're messaging a guy and then suddenly he immediately says something like dirty or about your body. Like, obviously, a lot of women probably wouldn't like a little, but I like the funny things. So, this guy said, what's the question that's, like, I'm unusually attracted to 
And he said, like, the smell of petroleum or something like that. And so the first thing that I said to him was, like, mmm, gasoline smell. And he wrote me back and he said, he said, love it. And then the next thing he said was, like, got some curves on you, huh? I mean, what the... And also... Make a joke about something petroleum related. Yeah, but also I don't have the curves. And, like, there's nothing in my profile that would make you think that. So I'm just like, what? And then he's like, I mean, he's like, that's a good thing. And then so I was like, oh, well, those were photoshopped on anyways. And he's like, wait, really? You're pulling my leg. And I'm like, I don't I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, this is not a good, like, if you saw a girl at a bar, do you think that you would go up to her and be like, hey, You would never say that. Cool curves. Like, that's weird. That's, yeah, that's super fucking And that's sketchy. like coming up out of like going on good dates with this guy. And then suddenly the first person I talked to, he's like, mmm, got some curves on you just not very motivating you know dating that's why i don't like dating apps there's so many like and there are like a lot of nice guys out there who like need to hear that story who who might be like nervous to like reach out make that first move on an app mm-hmm. and they like hear that and like oh wait there's some fucking assholes out there like i'm great yeah like, like that's what i you know what i mean like that's that because it's, it's just such a like a funny thing to hear you know yeah just things hmm. i just feel like it's exhausting to be on dating apps yeah. For me, sometimes it just seems not. It just seems unorganic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like I feel like you can. It can very quickly become organic the moment you guys go out and like you've gotten out of the phase of like small talk over the app and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's like the act of going through and like actually setting up the date. Like that's what that's what kills me. And like vetting. Like people. I kind of actually like dating. It's yeah. the it's the logistics <laughs> of it all. It's the. It's the, like, finding the thing in your profile. It's, like, it can be kind of fun every once in a while. But, like, you know, I've I've been single for a little over a year now. And, like, yeah, it's getting a little, yeah. like, a little bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, I want to go out and, like, I want to meet. It's, like, I guess that's why, like, speed dating is, like, a thing. Like, I don't, know if, I don't know if that's that. the solution. Yeah. Wasn't that, like, popular in, like, the 80s or something? I don't know, but I'm ready. Right? Like, why did, why did we move to apps? Why don't we just, like, do, like, the 15-minute, like, little table thing? Podcast. Yeah. Maybe you guys, we, yeah. we're running out of tape. Okay, look, y'all, you learned a lot today. <laughs> we're going to do a speed dating session. Yeah, and we're going to start a new um, side, side project. You guys are all invited. It's going to be awesome. Okay, bye, everyone. We had a great time. Bye. Bye, guys. It's the do good, be, sing with me now. Do good, feel good. It's the do, do good, good, feel good, good. show. Oh. It sounded sad. Sentirse bien. Muy bueno.